It's a comedian. Yeah. He is. <laughs> no, not joking. I feel like I'm in a hip hop video in here when, yeah. you're, when you're vaping. I know. Please stop. I'm just caning them. Doing like one elf bar a day, which is not good. What flavour is that? That's kiwi, I think. Kiwi. What is it? Kiwi passion fruit guava. What's guava? Is that a tub fruit? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, d I don't want get, to get into this every episode, but we were shooting something the other day. And you told me that you'd never had jam, and that fucking blew my mind. Never had jam, no, it's just not, not a bit of me. Why have jam when you can have peanut butter? Why not have both? Because... That, because you've never tried it, so don't even start trying to have it. No, I don't like don't, it. So. You don't know you don't like I it. Do, no, I do, I Look, do. I'm not going to, because I'm actually going to get frustrated, so I'm not going to get into this. But... We, I'm not going to change now. It's, 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 you're going to try jam on the podcast. I've, listen, you said about this idea of bringing in different foods for me to try, and I've shut it down straight away. It's, there's it's, no way I'm going to try stuff that I'm just not just not going to do. I'll it. tell you why you will. <laughs> because even you said it yourself when we were shooting the other day. I said you never tried jam. We'll have to try it on the podcast. And I didn't say that. No, I said that. And then you said, mm, "Not sure about that." And then you paused and you went, it will be entertaining though. And you're right, it will be entertaining. Yeah, but I thought about it and I was just like, you know, I'm at that point in my career where I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. I don't think you are. No. <laughs> it's not true at all, is it? It's not true you're, at all. You're nowhere near I'm talking that like Mo Gilligan just run two BAFTAs. <laughs> I can just sit back now, just take now. <laughs> Fucking big up Mo, by the way. Yeah. Winning two it. BAFTAs. A couple of weeks ago. Yeah, couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're recording two episodes today. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah. Happened yesterday. Yeah, happened yesterday um, in the real world. But, but yeah, I'm real. What an achievement! And I mean, uh, couldn't happen to a nicer guy, really. Exactly, lovely bloke. And uh, yeah, it's a great show. I know a lot of people that work on that show. They work very hard. And uh, I think you used to work on that show, Salvatore. Yeah, I worked on the first series. Hopefully, I'll be back in. I mean, they've been recommissioned for another. Two so, series, yeah. there's one coming out this summer, I think there's one either coming out later this year or next year. I mean, sort of reviving late night yeah. shows in this country. It's hard because, you know, you sort of think who's who's kind of uh, watching those shows now when like, the internet's taken over. But um, I think what Mo does on that show, it's very good, it's, it's something different as well, you know. Something different, those are sketches. And you know what, when I went to, because obviously when you was working in the show, I come down to watch an episode and I was like, oh, he's, you know, he's quite new to this TV stuff, Mo. I'm like, it'd be interesting to see, you know, how he does. And it was just like, I watched him and I was like, oh, you're a fucking star, mate. Just it, so natural. Like, obviously when the cameras are rolling, brilliant. But even between takes, like the crowd just sit there, obviously, before you're setting up the next take and he's like entertaining the crowd, talking to the crowd. And they're long, obviously, those recordings. Mm. And he just, yeah, he does it very well. And uh, he's he's the real deal, mate. He's the real McCoy. So. Yeah. I think, you know, a lot of people think uh, he's just sort of come out of nowhere. But he's, you know, he's grafting on the circuit for like 10 years. Um, doing a lot of stuff, like Sunday show back in the day. He used to do show. Listen, if he just was an Instagram guy, 
then you wouldn't be you you wouldn't be able to do that. No. You, you know what I mean? So oh, fuck yeah. one pound. I said, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> I like we're carrying this on. Yeah. So it's the fact that he has had that you know multiple years, ten years, ten plus years as a, as a, as a stand up. He's got all them performance chops. And yeah, he's smashing it, and I just hope he. I think he'll go on to bigger and better things. I could see him doing well in America. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, they're they're like the Brits at the moment. Um, he offers something different, what what they've never had before. Um, and he also brings that that Black British culture, which is which is popular over in the states now. You know, Skepta, mm. big out there. Um, top boy, they, they top like boy, top they boy. love top boy. And Mo obviously fits into that, and is 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 the comedy guy with that is sort of really part of that world, isn't he? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I think um, I think the UK scene in, in a lot of different areas is is thriving at the moment. Music, uh, comedy to a certain degree. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think it's just uh, just a start, really. Yeah, and I can't tell you how much he's um, he's he's helped me. You know, he's probably one of the Big, I went in when I went into my meeting with um with with UTC, they was just like, wow, you know, Mo's not stopped talking about you for the last year, and I'm like, what? And they're like, they're like, yeah, he's just been raving about you, saying you got to see this guy, and I'm like, wow. So I think he was a big part of of why they probably, you know, what I mean, decided to go for me, um, and always just supported, like messaging me, just like mate, doing really well, and I like the fact that you know he's so successful, but what I like about people is I don't like people that just become successful and then. It's all for them, you know. He's become successful, but he's creating opportunities for other people. Mm. And also, you know, not just uh, opportunities, but also helping charities and stuff like that. Because I just think it's great being successful. But, you know, if you earn loads of money and, and you are being successful, um, it must be hollow, you, you know. And you've got to use that. I'm a big believer that if you're successful, you've got to use that to help other people up as well, you know? Yeah, of course. You know, whenever I just am a bit selfish and do stuff for myself, it never feels good. The best, no. the most I feel happiness is when I help other people to do something. And that's why I try and help other people as much as possible, you know, because almost in a selfish way, because through helping them, it makes me feel better, you know? Oh. <laughs> Teased you there. Teased you. Just, just pulled it back. Just pulled it back. You had to, you had to restrain yourself Is it, there. if I say the whole phrase, if I go, know what I mean, that's that's not the same, no, is it? No, I, I think that can I think, I think you've said, you know. I've, I've said you, the, you said the majority of it, you know what I mean. This one doesn't count. No, that's five words. That counts. Say, it doesn't, that, that doesn't count. I'm trying counts. to give an example Listen, here. it's my podcast. So, it <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. I can't afford this. I'm two quid in and I can't afford it already. It's like gambling, so, gambling addiction. If you're saying four out of the five words of the phrase, that's the majority of it. Mm. But if you're just saying you know. Maybe okay, that's I what we should have called right. the podcast, but there you go. Uh, <laughs> I see all these, various, all these variations now. But you're yeah, going to replace it with something else. But yeah. But yeah, Mo's absolutely <laughs> killing it now. Probably... I mean, arguably one of the biggest comedians in this country at the moment, and mm. and he deserves it because he works really hard. And you know, listen, I see it from from being a bit more closer to it that it's not just about him. He's helping a lot of other people, me included. You know, he's been a massive, he's been a massive help to me. Yeah, love to get him on a podcast one day. Hopefully, we will. 
I'm sure we will at a certain point, you know, as, uh, when he's got some uh, free time. In We've his got schedule. to make it big enough first yeah. for him to be like, yeah, that's worth me doing. Yeah. If I was like, called him like, all right, Mo, come on my podcast. Where is he, Josh? He's in your garage. It's in my garage. It's in my garage. <laughs> in my garage. <laughs> Humble beginnings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mo? Mo? Yeah. Must be a bad bad line or something. Um, but we could even record it at, up the creek, maybe. I don't think we need to be tied down to the garage yeah. to do certain podcasts. Up the creek might be cool. Well, you know, Dave, Ch- Dave get... Chappelle's in town. You're saying, you're yeah. coming down to the garage. Do you know what was great about Mo's last special? I went to see it live because it was just at the time I was just deciding to go with UTC. Um, you know, he had a lot of stuff in there for... For people from my sort of background, you know, he's talking about lads down the pub and stuff like this. And it was hilarious. You know, really, really, very, very funny. So, um, and when you do his gig, when I've done the, the Mo Gilligan and Friends, uh, the audience is, is, is very diverse, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Which I is great. Did one in Shoreditch a couple of years back for Mo. Um, and yeah, it's a young crowd. It might not necessarily be um, uh, a proper, like sort of, comedy crowd that you would get at a comedy club but I think that's a good thing sort of bringing people into but comedy but they are great you know? but then they're not they're a comedy crowd where they're just like you know idiots like they're yeah. he's almost got them into comedy yeah that's sort it, of get exactly. it you know? I think you kind of I think it's good to have people from sort of different backgrounds bringing bringing an audience in from different backgrounds as well you know and and, and making comedy that bit broader and making yeah. it more inclusive for everyone and and because uh, i think you know a lot of people have never been to a comedy night you know i think most people haven't been to a no a comedy quite night. a niche thing isn't it so, really you know, and uh making it more accessible for people it, it, it's only going to help the the scene more and you know build it up better and yeah i wish him the best uh and hopefully he'll be on here one day yeah i'd like Just to think not, so maybe not in the fucking garage though. no not in the garage a couple episodes ago we spoke about getting some sound bites, didn't we? Oh, you got them. I may have got them. <laughs> this is going to add a new element to the podcast, ladies yeah. and gents. We're going to play like a little game of Guess Who. Do you remember playing Guess Who as a child? Yeah, I'm not a complete fucking idiot, mate. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Guess Who? No, how'd you play that? No, but not everyone, you know, play the same board games as kids, you know. Like, but yeah, all right. So yeah, true. Fair enough. Why don't you? Um, I'll do the first the first one here. I'm not going to play it to you. I'm only going to play it to you once you get it right. So you can ask me questions oh, okay. about them. Oh, okay. All right. And I'll give you a yes or no answer. I can only give you a yes or no answer. Okay. So, first person. First person. Right. Man? No. No. Woman? Yes. From Essex? <laughs> yes. On the only way is Essex? Yes. Gemma Collins? No. Um, still on the show? I don't fucking watch it, so... No, liar. Um, everyone watches it. Um, everyone watches blonde it. Blonde hair? No. Brown hair? Yeah. Red hair? Yes. Amy Childs? Oh, shut up. Yeah! <laughs> Come on. All Come right. on, Amy. Uh, next one. That's a good one, that one. No. Shut up. That's classic. It is. Oh, shut up. That's a classic, that one. Uh, right, next one. Man. Yes. Uh, from Essex. Yes. It's pretty. There's I'm a feeling. Tell you right now. There's a <laughs> Most of them are from <laughs> fucking Essex. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. From Essex. The only way is Essex. No. No. 
Okay. Um, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> oh, Ryland. No. No. Okay. Uh, reality star. No. Actor. No. Singer. No. Presenter. No. Footballer. No. Sportsman. In a way, yes. Ronnie O'Sullivan. No. No. Oh, do you know what? It's because sometimes people don't think snooker like that. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Even though it's snooker's one of probably the hardest sport to play out there. Um, Sportsman, sort of. Yeah. Sportsman, sort of. Well. Right. Okay. Here we go. (laughs) Boxing. Yes. Promoter. No. A boxer, an actual boxer. Mm, I think he was. I don't know. A trainer now. Do you want a clue? Give me a clue. Yeah, because this is the hard one. Um, I mean, we saw him the other week. We saw him the other week. Yeah. What drove past him? Or no, we were with him the other week. Oh, <laughs> come on, Big John. Bash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Big John. Bash. Legend. So Johnny Fisher, uh, the Romford Ball, heavyweight boxer. That's his dad, Big John, who's a internet sensation, legend. Now. I mean, he's, he's huge on TikTok. Huge on TikTok, getting big on Instagram. And uh, yeah, soon to uh, go on a bit of a weight loss journey. So check that out. Love that. Bash. Just one more. Bash. Yeah, love that. All right, next one. Okay, woman. No. Man. Yes. Essex. Yes. Boxing. No. Reality star? No. Footballer? No. Sportsman? No. Actor? Yes. Any standards? Yes. Danny Dyer? Your bum is flapping a little bit. He's not Essex, yeah. He's not Essex. No. What's that one, though? But... Go and play that one. My bum is flapping a little bit. Yeah. He's not Essex. That is my mistake. I just yeah. I did make the assumption that all... But he actually, lives in Essex now. He lives in Essex now, so... So, I mean, three of these aren't from Essex then. Yeah, I've got another Danny Dyer one here. Um. Sledgehammers and guns, not nice. <laughs> That's a clan. Not nice. Sledgehammers and guns, not nice. Yeah, I love that. Um. <laughs> Should have played that when we was, the last episode when we were talking about people jumping on stage. <laughs> Sledgehammers, guns. Not nice. Yeah, guns with knives in them. Not nice. Not nice. <laughs> All right. Um, next one. Man. Yes. Sportsman. Yes. I think you're going to know who this is. Eddie Hearn. Yeah. <laughs> the backlash makes me horny. <laughs> yeah, that's classic. Now, the next one, I think I'll just say one thing and I think you're going to get it straight away. I've got a few different ones for this particular person. Oh, it's Gemma Collins. Of course it is. Yeah, of course it is. I don't get it! I'm claustrophobic! Yeah. Of course, the classic. classic. I'm claustrophobic, Darren! And... She think they s***? Pay my mortgage! I've got money! I've got money! I've isolated that one, because I reckon that... I've got money! I've got money! I've got money! I reckon just play the next ones now. Yeah. It's unbelievable, the skeezer, honestly. Ah, oh, Ellen Sugar. Mm-hmm. Legend. Now, a couple... I, I want you to guess the, the last couple. Okay, last couple. All right, cool. They're more in line with my brand. Italian. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Antonio Conte. No. Sportsman. One of them is, yeah. Footballer. Yeah. De Canio. No. Oh. Footballer turned manager. I'm not sure if he's managing at the moment, actually. Mancini. No. Bit later than Mancini. Italian, in the Premier League. World Cup winner. World Cup winner. Mm. Manages Italy now. No. He was on the World Cup team. Perlo. No. Oh, mate, I ain't going to get this. My Italian footballers are not the best. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Gennaro Gattuso. Ah, oh, Gattuso. <laughs> Lunatic, isn't he? Yeah. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Yeah, that's a good one. That's, that's good. One. I like this bit of Italian flavour in yeah, there. Yeah, well, I thought I'd mix yeah, it up. You yeah, I can't just have fucking yeah. Essex. You've got to have a little bit of light and shade. Exactly. Got a bit of contrast. You have a, you've got to diversify it, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. I mean, there's another one, another Italian that I've put in here. I, I'd like you to guess this okay. one. Okay. Uh, Italian? I just said that, yeah. Yeah, cool. Okay. <laughs> Bloke? Yes. Sportsman? No. Um, oh, Gino De Campo. Oh, he smashed it. Mate. It? If my grandmother had wheels, she would have been a bike. <laughs> He's funny in EG, you know. Um, and uh, this is what is wrong uh, uh, with this country. I think I'm going to be playing that one a fair yeah, bit. That's good. <laughs> that's good. That'll be. I reckon that'll be up most used, along with. I've got money. You could argue that. You could argue that. This is what is wrong uh, uh, with this country. Yeah, they are made for each other. <laughs> made for each other. Made for each other. Um, it's not. We're not. We're not done yet. Because um, I thought you know that would be a bit nice addition to to having these in there. You mm. know, I'm gonna say a quote. Right. And you've got to guess which one of these. Oh, nice. Have said it. You know. Yeah, go on. Okay. So who said this? I haven't made my own bed in about ten years. Gemma Collins. Straight in. Obvious. <laughs> um, okay. Don't tell me you're just like me. You're not like me. I'm unique. Gemma Collins? No. It does sound like something she would say, though, yeah. doesn't it? Um, don't say that you're like me. I'm unique. Oh, Alan Sugar. Boom. Yeah, I've, I've heard him say that on The Apprentice. And finally, I have a nap every day uh, in the middle of the day. Like an old man or a little boy, depending on how you look at it. Gino? That's Gino. Yeah. Yep. Loves a nap, the boy. You partial to a siesta? Um, I'll have a nap. I'll have a nap. Um, don't mind it at all, really. I do like my sleep. do love a sleep, yeah. Do you reckon uh, the UK would benefit from having like a little siesta during the day? It's just not our vibe. It's not. Do Italians have that. Yeah. Yeah, and Spanish. It seems a bit lazy to me, in all honesty. Well, yeah, they are. They are fucking lazy bastards over in Italy. Um, it just, I'm going to be honest with you. You just wouldn't get away with it here, you know? I think, to be honest, you know, quality of life, ultimately, in those countries... It's better. ...tends to be better. Mm. There's less... We work too much in this country. Less stress, less, you know... Yeah. Uh, uh, less things like that. And I think that's down to the fact that they're just like, let's just take it easy. Let's, yeah. let's go home at midday, have lunch... Have a little nap. Well, with the pandemic, when that kicked off over there, was that because a lot of people, like, they give them the rules? A lot of people weren't listening to the rules. They're just like, oh, whatever. No, the reason it, uh, it happened, uh, specifically in, like, Milan, I believe, is because the fashion industry, you get a lot of stuff. People back and forth from China a lot. 
uh, a lot of the manufacturing right. is made in China for a lot of these fashion brands. And also you have a lot of like multi-generational households. So you might have granddad living with the, you know, sort of children and the parents, you know, you might have three or four generations under one roof. Mm. So it was spread into the elderly a lot quicker. Do they do that in Italy? They just all stay in the same house? I think towards a certain... I, I mean, over here, I think you're more likely to put people in like a retirement community. Oh, but they like keep that. hold of them. But I think in that. Mediterranean culture, you might... Well, later on in life, you might sort nah, of... Like, you've got to ship them off to a home. <laughs> you can't be keeping... Oh, that would fucking do your head in, wouldn't it? I mean, I used to love my nan to bits. But fuck having her around all the time. I think um, I think they're just a little bit more uh, family orientated. I think they're stupid. Is what they are. <laughs> Surely, I think, I think what it is is. Uh, but your quality of life must be terrible if you've got you've got to look after your dad who's like ninety five and just shitting himself all the time. Well, that's not necessarily always the case, is it? But mm. I I I hear what you're saying though. You don't want the your uh, you don't want your family to become a burden for you. Yeah, listen. No, it's hard. It's hard when they get older, isn't it? It's it's, mm. it's difficult, but you know it's great. They they like they do. You know uh, what my grandparents are in like warden control places. They get looked after. They even had my my nan and granddad's both both of them. They had like these flats that was in this like complex where they keep an eye out for them, but they don't like they do everything for themselves. Do you know what I mean? Right. And then then they got to the age where. They were so poorly that they had to go into a lot of home. It's you know? unbelievable, the skiers, honestly. Yeah. That was, that, that was actually an accident. Was it? <laughs> was, I literally just hit the space bar by accident. There. That's, that could be my granddad used <laughs> to say something like that about me. I think it depends on the circumstances, isn't it? But I know that generally over there, they're more likely to sort of like have their uh, elderly relatives like move in with them after a certain point. Uh, that, must, that must be a strain, though. But if the culture's different, yeah, I think generally the culture's a bit different. Do you think Do you think we neglect the elderly a, a bit in this country? Um, yeah, I think a little bit. I mean, I, I always used to make a big thing of going to see, you know, my nan regularly, as regularly as I could, um, and do my bit and try and take her out when I could. It got to a point where obviously she got so poorly that I couldn't, couldn't really do that anymore. Um, yeah, I think people are quick to forget about them because they're just like, oh, busy and, you know, they think, I don't know, they just don't think it's worth their while or... But that's the most important thing in in life, really, isn't it? It's, Ooh, it's sort family. Of forget that we're going to be old one day. Exactly so. that. Yeah, you know, and hopefully I've got got kids and grandkids that that want to spend time with me. Even though you said fuck that. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't want them around all the time. You know what I mean? But yeah, no, what was mean. great about those um, scenarios is like they got looked after, and I would just come in like the blue eyed boy on a mm. Sunday afternoon, you know, and just make their week. Yeah. Yeah. Doing it, doing a little five minutes at the top to all the the. Yeah, oh mate, people, my yeah. nan, my nan was 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 more entertaining than than I could ever be. So, we'll I, I mean, get... to be honest, I probably wouldn't have gone to see my nan as much as I did if she weren't so funny, <laughs> because she was just hilarious. She'd be offering people out. She'd be like, <laughs> she just fucking was mad. Like, I remember this woman come over to me once. She's a bit dementia, the old girl, poor poor girl, and she was like, "You, you, can you take me to the shops or something, something like that." Or something weird. And my nan like got proper jealous. She's going, fuck off. What? <laughs> fuck off. Oh, fuck, fuck off. And I was just like, I was like, come on, we're going. And she'd come, fuck off, you my grandson. Fuck off. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was hilarious. 
a lot of people might not know because um one of my mates mentioned this to me he was like who's who's the woman at the start of the the intro oh yeah that's nan yeah yeah we haven't actually mentioned that before that that's your nan on the that's start my nan. The yeah that's my nan she's not she's not around anymore she's um she's brown bread now um it's not a nice <laughs> way to talk about your nan is it you fucking dead nan she's dead but um, how do you put that yeah she's toast <laughs> A river dirty. <laughs> She's in heaven right now. Should we? Uh, we should get some sound bites. Sound bites, yeah. She's in, there. but she's in heaven now, which probably doesn't fucking exist. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's um, she's in, she's in, uh, she's in a cemetery in Epping now. Um, if anyone wants to go and visit, if you want to go and visit it, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's fuck all to do over there. It's not really her; it's just her ashes. So, don't know. <laughs> fucking she's dead basically it's long and short of it she's not around anymore but when she was here she was she was a laugh she was a laugh and she was such a character um she was just one of life's characters you know like i mean she's very similar people tell me you know the Catherine tate nan you know and i think a lot of the the women from um where she was from you know are are just like that you know Mm. very much what you see is what you get they've got this way of speaking where it's almost like it's people don't speak like that no more. Mm. You know, it's a real, it's a real unique thing. She, she say what she thinks. She'll f. She'll blind. Yeah. Um. And she was just so entertaining. Yeah. And I. Yeah. To to be fair, I probably if she weren't so fucking batshit crazy and weren't so funny, I probably wouldn't have gone to see her as much. She's from East London. Then moved to Essex. She's from Limehouse. Limehouse. Yeah. She's from Limehouse. Um. She met my granddad. Um, my granddad was from Bow, and they, yeah, she was. Uh, she was in World War Two. She was in the Land Army. She put in a shift in there, um, and then she was. She used to work in the London uh, as a cleaner. Um, I tell you what, we get my uncle John on here one episode because he knows he he's a great person to talk about my nan. He might be one of the good good people to get us one of the first guests because oh, nice. he he tell you tell you all about my nan. And then um yeah and then she moved out to Debden. That was a big big estate there and then she looked after kids for years. She uh she looked after like orphan kids oh, in wow. an orphanage. And she just had such a heart of gold. I mean she was a very tough woman. Like even when my granddad was dying, I mean we were all there in tears. She was going, Oh fucking look at him we are she was like look at the state of him I'm like no he's, he's dying he's going to die in about a day do you want to say goodbye she's like oh look at him <laughs> she's just so hard so tough but at the same time at a time had such a big heart you know and like I always say about my nan you was either a best friend or a worst enemy there was no mm, in between Yeah, there was no in between and um, yeah that's what I loved about her and she, she was just she was just so funny I mean my uncle and my mum, they they don't see it like as in I think they they like roll their eyes a little bit because obviously they had her their entire life growing up, mm. and I mean my name got in trouble quite a bit. She um she went to she's been caught and stuff for like punching next door neighbours. Like she um <laughs> she punched when she was living in Harlow, she punched her next door neighbour right, who was like in her twenties because she hadn't washed her net curtains. <laughs> She went around there. She went, you want to fuck you? And I think the girl got a bit like lippy to her and she just punched her in the face. And the girl closed the door. She was just like an 80-year-old woman just punched me in the face. <laughs> Obviously, it didn't hurt her because she's 80 or whatever. And they come round. The police officers come round. And my, like, my, I think my uncle was there. 
and they was like, they was laughing because they was like, this is like, they thought it was like GBH and they're like, they're like, well, can you not do that again, please? She's like, well, can you tell her to fucking wash her neck curtains, please? So that's, but yeah, I think she had a bit of a few run-ins with, with the law at times because of, of, of her temper. But um, yeah, but like my mum, my mum and uncle are a bit like, they don't always see the funny side because they had years of her yeah. just being an absolute nuisance mm. of falling out of people left, right and centre. I mean, it was funny for me because it was a bit more removed from it and like, or, or whatever. And and as she got older, it was just hilarious. But yeah. obviously when she was younger, maybe in her 50s or 60s or whatever, um, someone having that sort of temper. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not that funny, is it? There's a point at age where you get where sort of GBH becomes funny. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I would say 80 upwards, GBH, racism, all these things come hilarious. No, cut that bit out. I'm not cutting that No, you've got to cut it out. No, but that, you know what I mean? It's just, you get to an age where they're like, oh, what, what are you like? You know? Yeah, and then she then she moved to, to Brentwood with granddad. Um, and then my granddad died. And then she started really going downhill. So she went to a home in Chigwell. Oh, what was it called? I can't remember it was called, but they was lovely there. And they put up with a lot of her shit because she was a fucking was nuisance. Old Offenders Institute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, well, they locked, because she was such a handful, they locked her in with the people that got dementia. She's like, really? Oh, yeah. But then eventually, I think they sort of rubbed off on her and she ended up getting dementia. I don't think that's how it was. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Caught it. I've, well, I think that might have some of it going, Some of it going around, so. Yeah. But she was... Um, I know what you mean, though. If you're around people like that all the time, you probably are going to start going a little but bit. But they like. put up with a lot of her shit. And they, you know, there's a lovely Liverpudlian uh, guild that worked on reception. She used to give her such a such a hard time. Like, time she used to laugh off go, your nan's character, whatever. I mean, I remember during the pandemic, went to see her because she went a bit downhill. They was like, listen, it's probably the last time you're going to see her. So we'll let you go in there. So I got all dressed up or whatever in the in the pandemic stuff. What were you wearing? Like the PPE and that sort of stuff. But the, 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 the big overhead masks, the massive ones. Yeah, yeah. and she thought I was work there. Yeah. She's a little bit confused. And she went, she goes, you're working here now? I was like, no, no, I'm not working here. I've just got the thing. You work, you're working here? I was like, no, no, I'm not working here. And she went to the people that were there. I can't believe my grandson is working in this dump. <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm looking, I'm like, oh, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, she was a handful. The people there were lovely. Um, so if you are listening and you work there, thank you for being very patient with her. It's not a dump. It's not a dump. It's not a dump. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, it kind of, this is reminding me of, you know, in the early episodes of The Sopranos, when he's like, it's a retirement community. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh, Paulie's mum is in the... It's... Um, doesn't no, he? Doesn't it's, he? It's Tony's. Tony's trying to get his mum into the. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Into the retirement community, and she's like, "It's a nursing home." One of my favourite scenes from that. Spoiler alert! Yeah, spoiler alert! Is when Paulie kills one of the people in the home, doesn't he? Yeah. Who's giving stick to his mum? <laughs> I just think that's hilarious. He suffocates her. He suffocates her. Yeah. I'm like, so Paulie. It's, it's weird not having her here now, to be honest. Because I think about, I was very close with. You know, I had four great grandparents. They were brilliant. Not there. They weren't my great grandparents. They were my grandparents, <laughs> but they were brilliant. Brilliant grandparents. They were great, comma, grandparents. They were great, great grandparents. They were just really good, basically. <laughs> they were really good. They were really good grandparents. Yeah, but right. my, um, I would say I was particularly closest to my granddad, who my nan was married to. And he was, uh, 
I was just the best guy. And I, you know, I did, it's, it's obviously grandparents, your grandparents, and they, they're older and they die, don't they? And that's just how it is. But, you know, there's not, a, there's not really a day goes by where I don't think about my granddad. You know, my nan, I miss her, but it's like, it was like, you know, it was, it was her time <laughs> to die. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it, it, and it made life easier for everyone because as funny as it was her getting in rows with people or punching someone in the in home, yeah, it's funny, but like, there's only so Not much, for the person who's getting smacked. Not for the person who's getting smacked, but... um they probably deserved it to a certain extent, you know. She's not. She's not just going around picking on innocent people. Well, wash your fucking curtains. But 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 yeah, my yeah, but my, it's. I don't know. I got a funny thing with my granddad where I almost on on a daily basis, I just think, oh god, I wish, I wish he was still around. You know, I wish I could just have one more chat with him. You know, um, but obviously that's never going to happen. But that's listen. That's the way of life, isn't it? Like we're yeah. all going all gonna to die one day. But he, he made he made a massive impact on my life, my my granddad, you know, and that's that's I suppose a lesson for all of us, isn't it? It's like I sometimes think when I'm working too hard or whatever, I think what's important, like all these things that you can materialistic things you can buy, that means fuck all when you die. Mm. That means absolutely nothing. Like no one's going to be talking about oh yeah, you, but you used to drive a Range Rover. Oh, and that Range Rover nice that you yeah, said. Yeah. Like the impact that people have on another person that's what really counts the fact mm. that I still get up every day and I miss my granddad my granddad post I miss him do you know I nearly said it do you know what I mean but I miss him <laughs> just said it. yeah I just said it <laughs> fucking but the fact that I miss him every day what an impact to have on someone's life you know yeah I mean you know what do they say about money you can't spend it when you're dead you know you can't spend it when you're dead so it's easy to get caught up in uh what's next, you know, what, what's the next thing, you know, what, what am I doing, what am I buying, what I'm, you know, all that sort of stuff. But it's actually, you know, the memories that you make are the, the most important things, you know. Yeah, it's, it's the relationship you make with, with, with family and, and friends. That's, you know, that's, that's what it's all about. That's why I do this podcast, you know, just to have that 30 minutes with you every day. It's not. It's, it's not why it does it. Yeah. I mean, it's a byproduct of why he does it. But but we've 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 merged a great relationship over the last few years. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, you're definitely you're definitely up there with you know one of my favourite work colleagues. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just a couple of colleagues having a laugh strictly for work, no pleasure in this at all. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and this is purely from a business standpoint. So from a business standpoint, uh, what would you like to tell our customers? Um, I would like to say, um, please leave a review on iTunes. If you listen on iTunes, leave a five-star review, leave a nice little review that really helps with all the algorithm and stuff like that. Please leave a five-star review on Spotify. Please do that. Please follow me and Sa- Salvatore Bacconi, Salvatore Bacconi on, on our Instagrams. You know what they are by now. And I just want to say, if there is a heaven, rest in peace, man. All right? If you're listening, it's just a joke. <laughs> Don't be fucking smashing shit up up there. Relax. Having a fucking word with St. St. Peter. Oh, do you know what? I feel my, uh, do you know what? My granddad probably had a, what, a good five, six years in heaven from when I come along. I bet he fucking enjoyed it. <laughs> I bet he had a lovely time, nice relaxing time. So he's going to have to, he's going to be listening up there thinking, oh, fucking, I've got a deal with her now. I feel that. <laughs> so, but no, rest in peace, Nan, rest in peace. Rest in peace, anyone who's died recently, anyone listening to the podcast. <laughs> It's all good. You're going to heaven. And we'll see you next week. See you later, guys.